I didn't buy my first rental house until the end of 2020. So I went three full years making collectively almost a million dollars, 250-ish, 300-ish a year. And then I started buying rental properties, right? So don't get fooled by all this bullshit. Like if you have no money, you can buy rentals. Yeah, technically you can. But even if you do that and your rental makes you 200 bucks a month and you're broke, it's not going to help you. Focus on your active income first. Get your income up, build up your bank account, and build a business that makes money. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck. And on this podcast, you are going to learn exactly how to be a successful real estate investor step-by-step by me interviewing some of the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the entire country. And there's also going to be a bunch of episodes where I'm just going to individually talk about real estate deals that I've done that have been successful, some deals that haven't been successful. I'm going to talk about my weekly real estate investing lessons, stuff that I've learned from the trenches that you can learn for free on this podcast. So if you're looking to level up your game as a real estate investor or become a real estate investor, this is the podcast to listen to. So if you do get value from the show today, please do me a favor and leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on so we can get this message in front of more people. And without further ado, welcome to the show. Welcome to this week's podcast. This is the real estate investing weekly lesson here. So I'm your host, Greg Helbeck. And today I'm going to talk about passive income and why it's a myth. So if you're not familiar with me, I've done almost 200 properties at this point. I've been a full-time real estate investor for Jesus over eight years now, and I've made millions of dollars in active income and I have made money doing passive income. On this video, I'm gonna talk about the myths of passive income coming from someone who has done it, right? So a lot of people talk about passive income and they've never made a penny of passive income in their life. And on today's video, I'm gonna break down the types of quote unquote passive income that you can get and pretty much dispel the myth on how passive income is really complete false information. It's used to sell courses and it's not reality. So let's break down passive income. So before we get into types of passive income, I would define passive income, at least from my own definition, as basically income that's generated without having to directly work. What does that really mean? So it's income that you get whether you do something or not. So an example would be, let's say you own a giant plumbing business and the plumbing business is fully staffed. You got everything systematized and you're the owner of that business. You have a ton of revenue coming in. You obviously have expenses going out the door, but you have a, obviously a spread between the income and the expenses. You have no involvement in that business in terms of like you have no day-to-day responsibilities. You're just in the quote-unquote owner's box, as they say. That would be a form of passive income. It's basically profits from an active business that you don't materially participate in. A lot of people talk about rental property investing as passive income. And I can tell you, I've been doing rentals for a while now. I know it very well. I've done every rental strategy you could probably think of. And rental property investing is not passive income. Rental property investing is not active income. I would define rental property investing as residual income, which means that assuming the tenant's paying the rent, you're going to get income in perpetuity. But this is what people don't talk about. Rental property requires property management. Whether you are the property manager and you're self-managing or if you hire a property manager, you still have to do stuff. So people have this crazy notion on that. If you buy rental properties, you don't need to work anymore. And that's not true. I still get calls from rental properties on a monthly basis. and I have a handful of rentals all pretty much in the same area. I still have to do stuff for those properties, right? Yes, I get paid on the first of every month for the rent, 
but I still have involvement in those rental properties. Therefore, I would not deem it as passive income. So rental properties are not passive income. The third way you get passive income, and I think this is the best way to do it if you really think about it, is through affiliate marketing, which is basically when you promote someone else's product and you receive a residual on whatever gets sold. So the best way, in my opinion, to do affiliate marketing, and I've done this and made decent money doing it, is having an affiliate marketing link to a software that's reoccurring on a monthly basis. So there's a software that I've been getting paid at least $150 a month on for God, the last three or four years that I do absolutely nothing to do. Like that money comes in every single month. I don't do anything. I don't even promote it anymore. That is passive income for the most part. However, if someone cancels their subscription or the software company changes their policies, that income's evaporated. And I have another affiliate marketing situation that I make around 800 bucks a month on. And that's not a software, that's a lead generation provider that every time someone buys a lead from them, I get a small kickback on that lead. So that's decent income considering I don't really do anything. So that's non-passive income because it's more of a transactional thing. But as long as people are buying those leads that are under me, I'm getting paid. So I would consider that somewhat passive. There's another thing that you've probably heard of if you've been in the game for a while, and that's note investing, which is basically buying debt and having people pay you payments. So like the you know, best example would be you buy a house, you sell it. Instead of selling it for cash, you have someone give you a down payment and you give them a mortgage and then they pay you. That's pretty passive for the most part. However, what happens if they don't pay? Then that passive income turns into active income because you have to work to get your property back to then figure out if you're going to sell it again on owner financing or if you're going to sell it for cash. So here's the main point here. And listen, I've been around the block. I've made money many different ways. The main majority of the money I've made has been through active income, which is flipping houses and wholesaling, which is very popular now. Passive income doesn't exist, okay? If you're looking to get passive income, you're gonna be looking for a long time because it does not exist. The best way to get out of the hamster wheel of working is number one, you wanna start a business or get in sales where you can control your income. So if you start a business and you're successful, you can basically control your income. If you're in sales and you're successful and you're just getting paid commissions, you're pretty much in control of your income, assuming you're getting leads. So those are two good ways to get your income from, you know, let's say 70 grand to 200 grand a year. I'm just using that as an example and that will change your life. Now, once you start making a lot of money, and I talk about this a lot on my videos, when you start making a lot of money and you're netting at least 200 grand a year and you have expenses that are hopefully a quarter of that and you're getting your tax bill down as much as you can legally, then you would take that money that you've been saving and you start buying rental property, which is not passive income. However, this is where it gets interesting. Even though rental property investing is not passive income because you're going to have to deal with either your property manager or your tenants directly, the income is going to come into you perpetually. So you're not going to have to go buy and sell a house to earn income. You're, as long as your tenant is paying rent, you're going to make money. However, you're still going to have obligations to that tenant. So if you're defining passive income as making money without doing anything, that is going to fail the test. However, if you get one service call a month and that takes you 10 minutes to fix and you're netting, I don't know, $500 on that property, that's not bad. That's not bad. $500 for 10 minutes worth of work. Easy. You call a contractor, you have them fix it. You pay a little bit of money and you're out of there. So that's fairly straightforward. I would define, and I'm just kind of going off on that rental tangent again, I would define rental income as residual income, which means that it is, like I said, it's going to happen as long as the tenant's paying rent. So you don't have to necessarily go to work to get paid. And that's a fairly good place to be right now with the rentals I own. I make about $2,000 a month in profit from, you know, like take home profit after all the expenses are paid. So 
I can't live off that because I live a fairly nice lifestyle, but it definitely helps. And eventually I want to get my rental income to where it supersedes my personal expenses and therefore I can not have to work as hard. So that's the myth of passive income. So if you're starting out in business and you've never made 200 grand a year before, which might seem crazy to you, but you'll get there if you do the right work. Don't even consider focusing on passive income because you got to get your active income up to a high level. And then at that point, you can start screwing around with passive income. I first started buying properties, like really doing it at a decent level. And in like 2017, like making pretty good money. In 2018, I started making big money, you know, at the time. And I didn't touch a rental property until 2020. So I bought, I made a lot of money in 2018. I made a lot of money in 2019. I made a lot of money in 2020. I didn't buy my first rental house until like the end of 2020. So I went like three full years making, you know, collectively almost a million dollars, you know, 250-ish, 300-ish a year, you know, per year. And then I started buying rental properties, right? So don't get fooled by all this bullshit. Like if you have no money, you can buy rentals. Yeah, technically you can. But even if you do that and your rental makes you 200 bucks a month and you're broke, it's not going to help you. So focus on your active income first, get your income up, build up your bank account and build a business that makes money or get into sales where you can control your income. And then when you start getting your income up and you have a nest egg of savings, then I would start fooling around with rental properties and all this and all that. So hopefully this was a helpful podcast. Passive income is non-existent. I know people who make ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month of net rental income, and they're working still. They still got shit to do. They still got tenants. They gotta, you know, help, and they gotta go coordinate contractors to fix stuff and pay tax bills and and all this kind of stuff. So you're not gonna, you know, not have to work. It's just gonna be all about only working when you really have to, and and you're not gonna have to necessarily like go out and trade your time for money necessarily through flipping houses or a job or sales. That's another thing. I'm just kind of going a little long here off the cuff here. But at the end of the day, you got to think about this too. If your goal is to retire, that's probably the wrong goal. Not because it's bad, but I will tell you, this is something I've learned. And I could retire for a while at this point now if I really wanted to and still have a very nice lifestyle. And I will tell you this, the habits, the mindset, the skill set, the discipline, all the stuff that gets you to a level where you have some cash and some wealth, you're not going to be able to just sit around and do nothing all day long. You're going to need something to do. Like human beings are designed to do things and it might not be working, but I can guarantee you, you're going to want to volunteer. You're going to want to do a nonprofit. You're not going to just sit on the beach all day and do nothing. It's not going to be something you're going to like. It's nice to not have to work because then you can only work on stuff you want to do with people you want to do it with. That's worth it. I've been there and I'm there now. It's nice. However, if you think you're going to make a bunch of money and sit on the beach and do nothing. I promise you, you will be miserable. I remember a quick story on this point. I made enough money to where I could move to San Diego back in the day, like in 2018. And I had more money coming in than I really knew what to do with at the time because I was young. And I was fairly miserable because I had all the options. I lived in a nice apartment. I lived by myself. I could do whatever I want. I had no obligations whatsoever. And I would call my mom. And I would tell her how fucking miserable I was because I got exactly what I wanted and I knew I needed more in the sense where like that lifestyle was not as cool as it was. So I decided to grow my business and now we have a big business. So rant over. Hope this was a helpful podcast. If it was, let me know. By the way, if you are a wholesaler and you want to sell me a property, email me, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. It's got to be either in Reno where I live or San Diego where I used to live and I've done deals in. 
New York, where I'm from, and I've done a lot of deals there and still do a lot of deals there, or Delaware, where we have expanded into. Got to be in those four areas. If it is in one of those four areas, I'm definitely interested in your deal if it makes sense. So email me, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. I'll see everybody on the next podcast. Thanks. Thanks.